What's going on, all you dads out there and all you moms? Welcome to another episode of the Fade You Podcast, episode 135. Thanks, everyone, for supporting the show. We've been uh, on a little bit of a mini break here, so we're back. We got a good guest for you today. Tell all your friends, like it on the Twitter, subscribe to the pod, all that good stuff. Get on Twitter, follow us at Fade You Sports. Make sure you check out our YouTube page, find that link in our Twitter page. And the TikTok is at Fade University. We're going to try to add to that as the summer goes on. My name is Matthew James, joined today by my guy, Joe Ham, And then we got a special guest here today for everybody. Uh, Joe, you looking forward to this one? Dude, yes. I cannot <laughs> look forward. I, dude, I've been texting the group chat all week about like questions. I think I'm going to ask Josh because I cannot fucking wait. It's going to be a good time. So we're fortunate to land Josh Potter for this special episode today. Josh is a stand-up comedian. He's a foot model. He is a frequent guest on the <laughs> Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura. And uh, Josh has his own pod, The Josh Potter Show. He's a top-rising comedian, and he's apparently a sports better, which we just found out recently. He's now posting plays to his Patreon. Josh, it is a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for joining us, man. What's up? I got to rewrite that bio. <laughs> I forgot Dude, that it yeah. was all that stuff. <laughs> I found it. I, it was on That's like what, every... Put on the, every time I go to a comedy club, I like share the link and I go, oh, they're still using that, huh? That was from like before COVID or like, I guess during it too, like my 2020 tour. That's what that bio is from but I got to fix that shit. <laughs> right. I was, dude, I, I found you on like a shitload of different comedy clubs, websites with all the same bio. And I'm like, well, fuck, I guess I got to use it now just because it's on every single one. No, it's funny. I, I got <laughs> my agent just sends that to people and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what I set, gave him. I'm like, Oh yeah. They keep just using that one. Huh? I got to fix right. it. <laughs> that's so funny. You read it. <laughs> What's up? It up? Thanks but for anyways. having me. Yeah, no, yeah. that's funny. I used to, uh, I was, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you know, but I'm sure your listeners don't know the reason it says foot model and all that. Cause like right before COVID I got accepted or solicited or whatever it is by cameo where they're like, can you do cameos? And I thought like, I didn't want to do it. So I thought like, I'll just do them as a joke and try and get kicked off of cameo. So I was like pretending that it was like only fans and I was doing <laughs> like porn on there. And then it like got, it started steamrolling or whatever. And then, I made a joke that I'm a sex worker and uh, I put that in the bio because <laughs> there's Perfect. not much else to put That's in it. Great. Yeah. That's I great, saw, we, um, if you Google your name or, and like image search, it's one of, it's a cameo. There's a cam, like a screenshot of a cameo video of you shirtless with your fucking hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I eventually I was like, was like why? So great. I didn't want to be hack and uh, and do feet after a while. So I switched it to the shoulder hair. I thought that was unique to me. (laughs) Well, the foot thing is funny because we've got a buddy, Chris, who's not here. And uh, and we give him shit about his feet all the time. So why do you give him shit? Does he have gross feet or does he have like horrible? Let you let you take that one, Joe. Yeah, he was my college roommate and just the dude doesn't take care of himself very well. And he's got like an infected toe. It's fucking disgusting to be honest with you that's wild yeah we actually did me and one of our other buddies bought a cameo uh for chris 
of uh what's fucking what's his face Stu, um, Stu. Yeah, yeah Stu Finer oh nice the <laughs> source he, yeah we did that and it, it was like the most electric video ever and he was making fun of his <laughs> your feet are gross was he like yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was amazing that's awesome but anyways yeah so, this, so you're born, born and raised in Buffalo right now you're a Bills fan big time okay what I'd say if I was anything i i would be like i'm a comedian a bills fan an adult you know like that would be the order like a bills fan is like part of my my body and blood uh i'm also a sabers fan die hard but like it cooled off a little i I don't know it's like growing up i was just probably more sabers than bills but then there's something like when you start when i started doing comedy especially i was out every night and so I was missing the games and I just couldn't follow as, and plus they, they started sucking so bad. So that was like right when I, 2008 was when I started doing comedy and that's right when they're, they just started being so shitty. So it kind of timed out great. I haven't really missed much in the last couple of, you know, dozen years or so. Uh, so I would say I'm a fan of those two teams first and foremost, but I love the sport of baseball, but I'm just never going to pick a team. I'm doing, you know, it's like, I'm a fair, as fair weather as fair weather can go. And also like, I can, I don't know. It's, I don't want, I don't have any like team that resonates with me the way those two do. So I I would be a phony if I started just like picking a team, I feel, you know, because after the players, do you have like players? I like, I like players. So like, if they move to a team, I'll start liking that team. You know, that's what I was going to say. I, I couldn't find myself. I do like the Reds. I like the fan, you know, the stadium. I'm a big Tom Brenneman guy. I had him on my podcast. Um, oh, awesome. I I was a big fan of his dad, uh, Marty. And as a fan of like broadcasting, I was obsessed with theirs, you know? And so I guess that's as close as a fan I get to a baseball team, but and, you know, right now they're terrible. So it's, I have them on in the background here because I have a bet regarding them and they just scored two runs and put themselves up. So, and right, I, know you're, yeah. I think you wrote with me on that bet too, right? I did. Yes. Yeah. So they just went up and Milwaukee's in the lead too. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, next time you talk go. to Tom, ask him, ask him why his fucking name is spelled like that. Isn't oh, T H O M. Yeah. It's Tom. Yeah. There's uh, a few of those that I know. I actually, there's this one dipshit. Uh, that I used to do. It's so weird. I used to do radio with this guy and uh, he moved to LA and started doing comedy. And now I see him like, a, you know, ever, around every now and then we we're never really like friends or anything, but he changed his name after radio from TOM to TOHM. I'm like, look, who changes it to THOM or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. No. Yeah. It's a, dumb way to spell your name but i love uh i love tom brenneman i hope he gets another crack at the bigs he's doing a show with joe list which is like a podcast with joe list which is super cool i don't even know it's about baseball i'm so jealous of joe for that gig (laughs) Uh, that's cool it's funny you're on the reds one of the things we talk about a lot on our show is betting poop and uh and that's another chris thing chris isn't here unfortunately but yeah we uh we like to bet the teams that no one wants to touch. And, hmm. and those Cincinnati Reds that are four and 25 or whatever the fuck they are, 
Yeah, uh, that, that that's they're the epitome of poop. And uh, if nobody wants that team, then then we'll take them in and we'll back them. And uh, I think Chris, Joe, did Chris hit on the Reds the other day? Last weekend? Uh, yes. Like yeah, yes. They just yeah. won a game a couple of days ago. I hit on them as well. Because <laughs> to me, like, I, uh, I put the Cleveland Browns or the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Guardians, after the first game, I bet on them. Because I just, they're a team I just don't get. They're too wishy-washy. Like they're supposed to be, I feel like better than they are. And then when I count them out, they're not as shitty as I think they are. Like they're barometers. Like they're so like here where you don't know where they're going. The Reds are so shitty this year. (laughs) that It's almost like there's so many baseball games. They're going to win a few. So like if the odds are, I'm a big plus sign guy. When I see that like plus sign, especially in baseball, it's you don't often see like a money line that's like 220 or something like that. I'll it's just too juicy to me. I'm like, they're bound to win one of these. And especially I look at the pitching matchup and see I'm like, oh, oh they yeah. got their like fifth, fourth guy on here. Let's go. I'm gonna ride that shit all day. So I can't I did a sea burial for the Cleveland Guardians on my podcast. I let like Osama bin Laden, we dumped them into the ocean. <laughs> and uh but I, but my, in my podcast partner, Matt Bergman, he's a comedian as well. He's a big gambler. Also, he, he's like, why aren't you doing this with the reds? You've lost on the reds now. Like it was at this point, it was like four times. And I was like, I can't, they're like my drug addicted son. I can't, I'm always going to believe that he can sh- ship it up, you know, or shape up, you know? So I'm, I'm, ex- I'm right there with you in the beginning of the season. I fucking lost like six straight games on them. And I'm just so fucking stubborn. When I saw you fire him today, I was like, I'm on it. I don't Dude, give a shit. <laughs> they, here's how I started the season with them. They beat the world series Braves in their home opener. So I'm like, let's go. Everyone's shitting on the reds. Yep. I'm like, and I bet them that day. Cause like I said, I, I love the reds broad. I mean, I still love the reds broadcast. Uh, they have the cowboy. And color still, his voice is smooth as silk. And, you know, it was the, it was the Braves too. So I'm like, I'll watch this game. I'm going to bet on it. And I bet the Reds and they won. And I was like, the Reds all year, baby, let's go. Like, I, And then they lost like a dozen games or something like a week later. It was crazy. Yeah. They were like three and 21 at one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their yeah, worst they're... losing streak since like 1933 or some shit. And I sat there and I remember like just watching the broadcast and hearing that statistic come up after losing three times with them. I'm like, Oh my Lord, I got to chill for, I go, I'm going to chill for a second on them, but, and pick my battles better, I guess is what I decided. When it comes right. to We're just amazing. They're, they're losing on the run line. It's like, it yeah. was like betting against the reds on the run line for a good two weeks. There was like, printing money i mean yeah it's, they it's couldn't one of the cover all-time shit. scum runs ever yeah they were like yeah. they were getting blasted it was like you look at the score and it's like 14 to 3 like what in the hell <laughs> yeah and uh hunter green was pretty hilarious to bet on right now you can take his like k's over but he's also going to give up like 19 earned runs oh yeah that's what that was so perplexing to me the ones i i took the strikes the one day and i also took the reds and he had yeah it was like 5.5 was unique and he hit seven i didn't even think that was going to happen yeah after that the other point, day you know the, yeah the other day it was he his k prop was like five and a half and he gave he got to six but he also gave up nine earned runs yeah which is yeah. hilarious the second time like, i think that's happened to him too yeah 
other than his debut, like he's kind of dipped a little bit, but I'm still riding high. I mean, he's so young and like, and then their bats, like Nick Senzel has COVID. It's like, when is he coming back? When is Joey Votto coming back? They're COVID right now. It's been forever. I'm like, isn't five days? Like, let's get them back out there. So they haven't even had, they don't even have their full team. Uh, Jonathan India is hurt. I mean, um, but yeah, great I mean, hair though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> great and you know, hair on Jonathan you know, India. Oh, great hair. I mean, like, uh, who else do they not? I mean, there's somebody else. My brain is, there's somebody else missing from there. But yeah, man, it's just like, they're them and the Dodgers, because the Dodgers, they have to lose one every now and then. That's the opposite. So I bet against them. I fade them every now and then. Somebody asked me, like, why'd you pick the Phillies last night? Because I bet the Phillies to win and the over, which I parlayed it. And I, I didn't even watch the game. I fell asleep. And I woke up today. I was like, let's go. I mean, it <laughs> that, was crazy. And I posted it. And great. someone was like, why did you bet the Phillies? And all I had for him was the Dodgers got to lose a couple here and there, you know? No, it's, I mean, I love that mindset. Like a lot of people just these square motherfuckers and I hate to throw them out there, but like, yeah, I'm sure you've seen like book it with Trent where he's like, Oh, my podcast is the square guy. He does all the squares. Yeah. Oh dude. It's like, God damn. And that's kind of why we started fade. You was we were doing that against people. We fucking know are just square as fuck. Like, yeah, you want the run line? Fine. We'll fire a money line on the dog. We don't give a shit. especially, Especially with the NFL. Like, there's no way this guy, this team doesn't cover six and a half on the road. It's like, eh, we're going to take the home dog here, motherfuckers. In the NFL, you know, I'm not I, – I used to. Until this season, I'm killing it with baseball right now. But, like, I thought football was my only plus, like, positive profit-winning thing. And thank God for Kelly in Vegas. I know you had her on your podcast. She, I, I rode with her on those underdog parlays, the college oh, football yeah. ones. Amazing. I, I hit on two. She hit on two of them, and I was with her yep. on both of them. And it like funded every bet I made the rest of the fucking season. And I came out with money. That's and, amazing. Uh, yeah, like between that, because I just started really paying attention to college football last year. I mean, I don't. It's the same as baseball, kind of. Like I don't. I didn't really. I dropped out of college. I didn't have a football team at my college, so I just didn't care until gambling really. And I just also my life allows for the viewing of sports whenever I pretty much want. So it's nice when there's a game on and I'm like, okay, I'm going to follow this or that. Like you got a Fresno state Jersey. I see back there. Yeah. Jay Kaner, Jay Kaner won me a bunch of money last season. (laughs) Jay Kaner has a massive penis in case you're wondering that game when he came out, I think that was one of the Kelly and Vegas parlays. He came back and like, he got hurt and then he came back out on the field and like came back from behind I was like, I'm obsessed with this guy forever now. Like, I'm going to follow his whole life. He's a god. He he. The bulldog's going to be a sneaky underdog at the at USC this year. They're going into USC. They're going to fucking beat him. It's going to be. Do great. you think he'll get drafted? I mean, is there people? Yes. Like, oh, that's yeah. going to be so. I'm going to follow him yep. for the rest of his life. I can't wait until yep. probably the rest of my life. Actually, is what I should have said. He's a little. <laughs> he's a little short, but that dude has a. He's got arm talent off the fucking charts so well, he's just got that he, that grit too yeah. or something that's something that i don't even know what it is like it's like the it factor if they say yes I guess. it's like johnny manzel or whomever like you watch him play and you're like i'll watch this guy every game he's electric i don't care if he's winning or losing it's like his guts are out there or right. like at least like there's something you know that's the way i feel about kenny pickett too like i'm psyched 
I, I, I don't know who to root for in that locker room. It's like, I'm excited for the, the Mitch Trubisky Renaissance. I want to see if that happens. <laughs> Cause that would just be so oh, wild. Fuck. But yeah, <laughs> also I love Kenny Pickett. So it's like, I want to see Kenny Pickett, the hometown guy out of pit played in that fucking stadium. His whole college career yep. is like, maybe you'll have the same locker. Like that would be nuts. Like, uh, I guess they maybe right. have different locker rooms. I have no idea, but and I don't know which one I want to see more. It's like, I want to see both of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting in Pittsburgh up there with that defense and everything. I haven't looked Who's at gonna the, get the starting yet. job. You think? <sighs> Fuck probably man. Pickett. Probably just going to get another summer of people making fun of Kenny Pickett's small hands. You kind of want to root for the guy, right? It's like, stop picking on I mean, him. it can't get much worse than dog shit Big Ben last year. God damn. He was horrible. Yeah, it's like, well, I, that's the thing. It's like, here's what I what I imagine is going to happen. Because these two stories colliding are interesting. And it's almost like, okay, so if I'm them, I guess I start Mitchell Trubisky and then give him like, if by week four, it's just miserable. It's like, let's go with the kid. But like, I guess it's shown like with Mahomes and stuff, you want the rookies to sit down a little while and this kid, but I mean, like it's this at the same time though, I'm just like, Kenny Pickett's like a guy who picks up your trash. He's not a fucking NFL court. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy, Kenny <laughs> yeah. Pickett. That's like the guy you like, I worked at McDonald's with a guy named Kenny Pickett. Like it's, <laughs> there's something to it. I love it. And I'm excited, but um, I don't even know why I brought up Kenny Pickett. Oh, because of that it factor at the Jake Hayner thing. I feel like right. he has that kind of thing with that fake slide. He had that fake yeah. ass slide. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Changed the rule. I, I saw it. it this fir- the first thought I had, I go, you just changed the rules of football. They're going to immediately make that like a rule because it's like, if people start doing this fake slide shit, I can't believe no one's done it to this point. <laughs> Dudes are going to tee off on them regardless of yeah. if they're sliding. And at the end of the day, they could get the penalty, but you're going to, some guy's going to die. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, Russell Wilson used to, it, well, still does that bullshit. Every time he'd play the Niners, he'd always fucking do that. And then they get a 15 yard on sports when I unlike, it's like, God damn it. Fucking That's the that thing. Shit. Like at some point it's going to become coached maybe like through tongue in cheek. But like, if that fake slide, the way Kenny Pickett did it was legal. Coaches would start saying like, fuck the 15 yards. Just don't get beat. So they're going to say, yeah. just tee off on him. We'll get the penalty. But if he was faking it, it's worth it. And someone will die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's going to be a crazy ass linebacker. That's not going to give a shit and just absolutely kill them. Or Aaron yeah. Donald would do something like that too. <laughs> I wish there was more like James Harrison's. Like, oh, who, like uh, that guy, you could just, he was like terrifying. Like Vonta, uh, Vontaze perfect or Vontaze perfect. He was an um Terrell Suggs didn't give a fuck either yeah like Ray Lewis had a certain extent of don't give a fuck but you're like he talks to God so much that he won't he did kill somebody though yeah that's true I don't know how I would think about him yeah I'd be like I guess I'm afraid of him but you're also a cartoon I don't know like <laughs> shit yeah I don't make that's him that way sucks. anymore <laughs> right. yeah I guess not like who would you even like now all the I feel like they're all kind of goofy yeah, and they're all <laughs> yeah, friends yeah, too. Everybody's everybody's buddies with each other. Yeah, yeah they're all kind of goofballs. Just, yeah, like just they don't make them like that anymore. Even like, like Aaron Donald, like... who's like physically like 
probably the craziest physical specimen in the history of the NFL. Maybe, I don't know, but even he, you see him and you're like, I'm not afraid of that guy. I don't know what it is. You know what? Like he's got that smile. <laughs> right. He doesn't have a mean face, you know? I mean, but then you look at like the, like, I think the old school safeties are just nuts. Like John, oh, Lynch, yeah. Ronnie lot. Like yeah. these guys are fucking animals. Like come across the middle. You're going to die. Like you said, yes. Like they're the reason why that like they pussified the NFL with all these fifteen yard penalties. Yeah, like safeties, I feel like are like fighter jet pilots. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. The like back in the day in the eighties and shit, they were all like you know Top Gun. They had like mustaches and they're all like Maverick and then shit like that. Now I feel like they're all like calculated. You know what I mean? Like they have the same yeah. brutality and will like blow up a village, but they are calculated. More well, they can't like, be as reckless. Right. You know, right. before they could just throw their body around like and just Sean Taylor at the fucking Pro Bowl, just decapitate a punter. But yeah, that was Brian like, Mormon, my Bill's punter. I'm actually like friends with that guy. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, he, yeah, he was he, like, has he recovered? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's I mean, he laughs about that more. Than, but he has so many that guy. If you, you should do like a Brian Mormon deep dive someday, because he used to do so many <laughs> trick plays like in the time when the bills couldn't have been worse i mean they could have i guess they could have been worse but we were like not it, it's always shitty like when you're like nine and seven that's worse than being one in because you're not yeah. even getting a good draft pick and or you're not getting like a franchise changing draft pick so it's easier i think in the nfl to stay at that like eight and eight nine and seven or i guess like whatever it is now with the new the new uh, amount of games it's like harder to get out of that than it is to go from like one in uh, 16 to like the top. I feel right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at the fucking Cowboys go eight and eight every goddamn year. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. everybody bets their over win total and fucking loses every year. So that's, that's always fun. Like, but, I mean, look so, at the Bengals. They, <laughs> they had one draft pick first overall that two years later, they're in the fucking Super Bowl. It's crazy. Yeah, Joe, crazy. Joe Burrow, like Jake Hayner, has a massive cock. Yeah, Just of course. Unbelievable. But yeah, speaking Josh, of NFL. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. No, I was just going to say, what's it been like as a Bills fan is they've kind of like, they had that period, like you said, where they were so shitty. And now yeah, I mean, they've that was just my whole been, life almost. <laughs> now, they've, now they've been ascending. So, I mean, what is it like? Is it is it excited? Is it anxious? Because they haven't quite got there yet? Like. No, there's no, that's the thing. I feel no, everything is like cherries on top of like the fact that we have our quarterback and he's like the bell of the ball right now. Like that's crazy. It's all like a fever dream. It's honestly like when we lost to the chiefs, I was on stage during that. And I like for on my Patreon is an hour of me on stage with a screen behind me, like commentating the fourth quarter in the overtime. Cause I'm like, I'm not, not watching. Awesome. So like yeah. the people of Milwaukee, it's in Milwaukee. The people of Milwaukee paid money to see a comedy show and they had to watch an hour of that. I go, I'll do my act afterwards. And by the end of it, I was, <laughs> I was blackout drunk and I did my, I did another hour on stage and I don't even like, so who knows? <laughs> I'm glad they thought Especially they, got their when they lost. You're like, no one fuck. left. It's crazy. But yeah, after they lost, I was like, I need a second and I'll come and do my act. But, um, even when we lost that game, I was, everyone's like, Oh, you must be like heartbroken. And I was like, we were in the AFC. We were like in the divisional round. I mean, right. We played against one of the top teams and like took them down to the wire. It's like Rocky uh, two almost or something like that. Like it's not over. Like 
it's all still a part of the of the thing you know like last year we were in the afc championship team's gonna be fine you know they're coming back it's not like that we won the fact that we won the afc east twice in a row is insane to me like the fact that you know what was really also something that i needed really bad is more than a super bowl was for us to embarrass the patriots the way that we did in the wild card round that was my super bowl i mean that was like you hate the fucking pats obviously oh my god i fucking loathe them I've like, I've like, because like I said, I, I, uh, I used, did, used to do radio in Buffalo. So we used to go in the locker room once a week. I'd ask dumb questions or whatever. So that's how I like made friends with some of the guys like Brian Mormon. And I was friends with a tight end, um, Scott Chandler, and he got traded oh, yeah. to the Patriots. And I texted him and I was like, talk to you when you're done with that team, dog. <laughs> he like, LOL, so do you, and I'm like, I've got a serious now. <laughs> do you let your hatred for the Patriots cloud your judgment. Can you still bet on them? Never. I never bet on them or against them because I, and it's the same with like fantasy football. I never draft a Patriot. I can't, <laughs> I can't root for anything. If the bills are playing them, I, I bet on the bills. I'm much more a heart better in football because of the fact that like, I always place a bet on the bills. Like, and I've done that for even when they were shitty, I was doing that. Um, now it's like, it's weird. There was like a season there where we were still getting plus signs and we were winning a lot. I think it was like Josh Allen's first full season. And mm-hmm. I think the first, you know, first time he made the playoffs and I was winning so much money because it was like the bills were yeah, that's great. steamrolling it, <laughs> and they kept getting taken as the underdog for some reason. People weren't onto them yet. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, like you said, they're the bell of the ball. They're everybody's darling and, it's got to be Dude. after years of just sh- being shit. It's got to be nice that like it is nice. It's wonderful. I mean, this is the first time I placed like a futures bet on the Super Bowl where it wasn't like insane amount of money I would be returning. <laughs> like Fifty you know? to one. It's not like yeah. you're just lighting money on fire. Yeah, it's like yeah. Actually, I might actually win. win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, their win total is eleven and a half. That's a little scary. Yeah. You got to go to twelve and five. There's 18 games now or whatever, right? Or 18 weeks. So it's like, that's a, that's almost like a 10 and whatever season I consider now, you know? So, well, I guess no, it's 12 wins, but yeah, that'd be like going 11 wins. I feel like in a, um, in a past season, I, I don't bet the win total. So that one doesn't like, I don't care if the bill, as long as we win the AFC East, I don't know this little arms race that's going on in the AFC East though is a little making me a little nervous, but I don't think they have all the pieces yet. Like in Miami, like cool. You got Tyreek Hill, but you still have Tua and you have like tumult in the front office and coaching. And then yeah. in the, the jets are just snake bitten. I'm never scared of them. Like they they're can do whatever they want and they're just never, it's like something is, a, will collapse. I don't think Zach Wilson's a guy. So it's like, um, no, they suck. They're going to suck forever. And if Zach Wilson is a guy, I can't wait to hate him. He just looks like a guy in a fucking kids movie that <laughs> well, you want to punch in the face. Yeah, like it's We always called him a Mormon, so we'd make fun of that shit. Be like, oh, he's, he's, he's going to soak tonight. That kind of bullshit. I you know? had, I talked about this on my podcast. I have just this fantasy that he goes to New York and becomes like a Sith almost where he like... <laughs> throws all his Mormon values out the window. Cause he meets just like one New York whore who like takes him to parties <laughs> and he does drugs and he has like the most epic downfall, you know, and I, I root for the revival down the road, but just after he's washed out of football and it sets the jets back, you know, another, 
I, th- I think you're just describing Sam Darnold's first year as a Jets. No, Sam Darnold. See, Sam Darnold made me nervous too because <laughs> him and Josh Allen are best buddies. So I'm like, Josh Allen, I don't like that you are best buddies. But it, it was almost like once I saw how bad the Jets were, I was like, okay, you can be friends with the Jets quarterback. And now I'm glad he's on like the Panthers or whatever. And Josh Allen can go yeah. back to not being friends with the division rivals quarterback. <laughs> right. So um, I, we, we did a fuck, Mary kill, like a few podcasts back about quarterbacks. Um, we, this is on looks only. We're not talking about NFL. We're not talking about their play on the field. Just, just sure. looks. I, I did this I mean, with Chase revis- O'Donnell, so to speak, but okay. I'm happy. So I, I'll, <laughs> I'll do our current quarterback one. And then I came up with a, a, a previous quarterback one. Or now the previous quarterback one, is that in their day or current? Let's do in their day. I mean, I think they're gonna they're all pretty good looking dudes still, but we okay. can discuss further. The first one, we're gonna go fuck Mary Kill, Jimmy G, Patrick Mahomes, and I don't don't have bias, Josh Allen. I'm going to marry sweet baby angel Josh Allen, obviously. I mean, <laughs> bias or not, I will have bias hundred percent. That's my whole life. <laughs> but I'm gonna marry him. I'm gonna fuck Jimmy Garoppolo because good lord, I mean He's been with porn stars. He must yes, be. He has. I want to talk to Jimmy Garoppolo so bad. I desperately want to just interview him about his sex life. It could be as vague as possible. Can you imagine? Do you think he I has can't imagine. That's why I want to ask him. I don't know. He is. I always thought he was Greek because I'm Greek. And I always thought he was. But now I see him in these subway commercials talking about being Italian. And he's talking about his Nona and shit. I'm like, don't you have a yaya? Yeah. Not a nona. Anyway, I thought he was Greek, but he's apparently Italian, so he's probably circumcised. But uh, who is the other one? Oh, I'm definitely killing Patrick Mahomes just because then hopefully his sister or his wife, excuse me, and his brother, <laughs> his crazy ass uh, wife, yeah. die off in the terms of the lexicon. I think here's the thing about his wife: like, I fear for Patrick Mahomes. In that I seen I've seen that those eyes before, you know what I mean, and I'm attracted to it too. I just feel like it's not going to end well. Maybe he's going to get Johnny Depp. I mean, maybe that is setting a precedent so no one will sympathize with her. But I feel like if there wasn't an Amber Heard, she could very well have been the Amber Heard, the canary in the coal mine, <laughs> if you will, down the road. But yeah, All I'm right, going to kill. I'm going to kill off Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, I get it. All right, so the previous quarterback, fuck, Mary kill. Jay Cutler, Brady Quinn, Blake Bortles. Oh, I thought you were going to go back to, like, Staubach and shit like no, that. No, I, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> that's why I asked, like, present or now, like, Joe Namath. I mean, Joe Namath probably could get it back in the day, but Jesus Lord, now he looks like a, a guy from Tales of the Crypt. Oh, man, dude, when I was getting my hair cut the other day, he had, like, a, a fucking – there was a commercial with him yeah. on there with, like, old people and shit. Where the, like, how long before we get a Joe Namath life alert? commercial i think that's what it was it was like for some he's like if i need to stand up in the tub i use these bars or whatever it was or this device i don't remember what the fuck the commercial was for or it was like a medicine where he's like i have high blood pressure or something shit like that i don't remember but uh <laughs> yeah his teeth are fucking wild too he has like they're perfect like teeth fluorescent yeah but uh, I, I'm sorry, say them again. Brady Quinn. Jay Cutler, Blake Bortles. 
I'd like to be Eskimo Bros with Kristen Cavalieri, so I'm gonna fuck Jake Cutler. It's a good point. And Blake Bortles, you said? Yeah. I'd probably marry Blake Bortles because he just seems the coolest. And I'm gonna kill Brady Quinn. And I don't really have anything against Brady Quinn per se. I did watch him play, I was live at the Bills game, Browns, Bills, Monday night football. And um, a guy who, another friend of mine, Ryan Lindell was a kicker for the Bills. And all he had to do was make a field goal for us to win the game and for me to win fantasy football because I had him in my fantasy football league. And I needed three, like two points or something like that. And he missed it. And I lost both things, the bet and the game, uh, the fantasy football game. So I was like dejected, but that was, I'll never forget that was against Brady Quinn. What is it with the bills and kicking? Why, why does this have to be a thing? I just made friends with the kickers for whatever. They were the least intimidating guys to talk to Ugh. as like a kid in the locker room. And also like they weren't stars. So like they would, although our punter is like a pretty big star in the city. He's a fan favorite, but they were the ones that would answer the dumb questions. I also like, I didn't, it's like, they're also the guys who like gave me their cell phone numbers. And so, you know what I mean? Like I, you know, Terrence McGee and fucking Leotis McKelvin and shit weren't going to be giving me their cell phone numbers. You know what I mean? I became pretty friendly though with like, uh, I, I interviewed Marshawn a whole bunch. I have all these old tapes of me and Marshawn and I played them on That's my podcast awesome. a couple of times. I uh, became friendly with like Fitzpatrick when he would, cause he used to be the backup quarterback. So the backup quarterbacks and I would oh, always get along. God. He, we would get along famously the backups and I, cause no one's interviewing them. And so uh, it was always funny, like same with like Trent Edwards. When he was a backup, he talked to me all the time. Then he became the starting quarterback. And then I, they, they wanted to, they'd see you, you know, they'd be like, what's up, Josh? But they didn't, they're too busy doing all the other press that matters that they have to do. Whereas I'm answering, asking dumb questions. So I'm there in jeans and shit. <laughs> and like the, the, the press corps, people would only let me talk to certain people, you know? So what about Peterman? Never. I moved away by that time. Oh, so you were before Peter. Oh, man. Yeah, I, the last, like, uh, backup probably was Fitzpatrick. And then I guess when Fitzpatrick became a starter, who was I talking to? I don't even know. EJ Manuel was in there somewhere. I oh, yeah. I stopped uh, having to go to the locker room. Not I wanted to, but, like, we lost the rights to the Bills at a certain point, and I think that was, like, right after EJ Manuel. But EJ Manuel came in right after Fitzpatrick. And that's when I stopped going, but it was, I can't remember who the backup to Fitzpatrick was. Um, JP Lossman was in there somewhere. <laughs> no, JP Lossman and I crossed paths. Way, uh, he was friends with my boss who I like, you know, and we were relatively, you know, I'd go out, hang out. My boss was my friend. So we'd go out all the time, hang out. Lossman would go out and he would never call me by my name. He would always say Jim's guy. That was what he would say. <laughs> You go, hey, Jim's guy, you want a beer? Or like whatever, like that. He would never call me by my name. And he knew my name. And I found out years later, it was because I used to like make fun of him on the radio. And he heard it and like hated my guts for it. And I, to I was, be fair, oh, it's oh. easy to make fun of him. Yeah, no, I mean, this was like really early on too. And then like he, before he was the starter, and I, I had really no reason to. I don't know why. I was. I don't even remember what I said or what I was doing. I was doing like a bit, but, um, you know, he became the starter, and then he's like 
you know, coming in and like, it's a big deal when you have the starting quarterback, like on your air. And he like, liked the station cause he listened to incubus and shit. So we'd give him all this incubus shit. And so he would like come hang out and stuff and like to all the events and everything. And um, then it was kind of like, don't, no one ever said don't make fun of him but it was also like i have vested interest in him being good too you know what i mean like right i wanted him to be good i've wanted every bills quarterback to be good even like i mean that's the thing when they get drafted i don't care about my premonitions about them before they're my god now you know what i mean or like whoever's <laughs> starting like ej manual people i people are like you rooted for ej Manuel. i'm like of course i did i root for all of them and i was like very nervous about josh allen I even like, I think there's tweets of mine that say things like if the bills draft Josh Allen, I'll jump off the U S bank building or something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I, watched, you're wrong, huh? I am so glad I watched Wyoming all the time, like as a gambler and as a person that I used to live on the East coast and I would watch them as my like West coast, they'd be free on PlayStation or whatever right. to stream and I'd watch it. And I'm like the Wyoming quarterback, we're going to draft him in the first round. That's great. He's so yes. fucking, he used to throw, I used to like laugh because he would like throw balls like out the back of the end zone from like the 20 yard line from his own 20. Like it would be crazy how he'd overthrow them to the point where you're like, that's crazy how far he just threw that ball. You know what right. I mean? Fresno State beat his ass one year too. And I was like, this guy fucking sucks. And when he, I, I was not a believer at all, but then, yeah, it's obvious. I was completely wrong. And to all the people that, I mean, like, I don't even mind that I that I'll admit I'm wrong up and down, but some of these people with this Josh Rosen business, like what the fuck happened there? I almost feel like someone should just play him just so we can be like, is he bad? I don't like, I never even saw him play more than like three times. How do we know he's bad? That's what I said about EJ too. He played eight games before he was like deemed a bust. And I'm like, he played eight (laughs) games and won like four of them. I mean, well, he only only started for Ohio state for like half a fucking year too. True. that. So you're yeah, talking about uh who are you talking about? Uh wasn't it EJ wasn't it EJ Manuel? No, EJ was Florida State. He, he oh, played okay. but you're right, he played while. only like a little while. Um because right. um, there was like it was Jameis was the guy pretty much after EJ got drafted. So but I don't know who was before him. But um who was the other guy we were talking about? EJ and uh Oh, I'm talking about Rosen. Oh, Rosen was UCLA. And it's like, he played a whole bunch at UCLA. He was the, he was like deemed, they thought he was going to be like the first one drafted. Everyone was shocked. They literally called him chosen Rosen. Like they, he was anointed as God apparently. Yeah. One of our, one of our fade, you guys, his, you got to follow him on Twitter is actually his, his uh, handle is at fat bills fan. (laughs) He's this big fat fucking ginger. He's one of the guys that comes on our podcast. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he he was a huge Josh Rosen guy because he's a big UCLA fan and thought Josh Rosen was gonna be the shit. But yeah, he was wrong, and I love putting throwing that in his face. What do you think's gonna happen with Baker? <laughs> no, Speaking like, of that draft, draft class, right? yeah, wasn't it Baker, Darnold, uh, Rosen? All those all those guys just ended up being Lamar, dude. and then oh, Lamar, yeah. yeah, Derek Carr. I wanted the Bills to draft Lamar, and I think I would have still been in a good place had that happened judging by how he's been in Baltimore. Am I happier that we have Josh Allen? Of course he's much yeah. more fun. Uh, and that has seems to have more of a ceiling. Whereas 
Lamar seems to have like taken a step maybe backwards, but they don't give that guy fucking receivers. So who knows? Yeah. So Josh, um, describe like why or your hatred of ketchup and how many ounces are you drinking to ensure a Bills Super Bowl? I don't do. Do they automatically lose the Super Bowl if I don't drink it, or is it just a yes. chance? Oh God! They the guarantee win. I mean, I'll do anything. Guarantee. I'll I'll drink as much as you tell me to, but I'm gonna fucking <laughs> puke and hate everything <laughs> about it. You know. <laughs> but I just hate All it. Right. You know? It's like the worst condiment. I like. I mean, it's fucking gross. I I don't know. It's always been gross to me. I don't like tomatoes. Maybe that's why. But um, I don't know. It's just so fuck. I can eat like spaghetti sauce, but I can't <laughs> eat tomatoes or ketchup. You, it's just, look, it's just so basic too. I'm like, we're over you know ketchup. Who, this isn't the fifties anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like we got other you things know who, now. Who loves ketchup and puts it on everything is Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes, which he, he decided to kill. I, there's something could... about that guy. I told you, I just, there's <laughs> something that him and I, like, I respect his talent. He seems like a nice enough guy. There's just something about our, I wouldn't vibe well with him and I know it. <laughs> Maybe you'll see him at a show one day and you can call him out. He, say, hey, dude, well, I'll tell you this. He him and Kelsey are friends with Santino and they come, they came to the comedy store. I missed them by like a day. So it could have gotten to that point. And dude, get this one. I just remembered this. It happened right before my surgery. Gronkowski and Edelman were at the comedy store. Oh, someone man. said, someone said, do you want to meet him? And I said, no, thank you. Wow. That's really? How much, yeah. I said, not a chance. I'm not going to pretend like to be, I don't, I don't want to meet them and then them be like, Hey, what's up? How, you know, like, and then I have to pretend like I just didn't spend the last 25 <laughs> years hating their guts. Well, I mean the Patriots guts, but like, them hoping, for hoping they get injured. That. even like <laughs> yeah. i don't i've never gone that far but like gronkowski and i we went to the we lived in the same town like we went to across the way high schools so like his football team played our football team all the time and i used to do the the pa on the football games so i would have to say gronkowski like every fucking i, m- I remember just saying like me and my buddy chris did it together the pa and i go this fucking Gronkowski guy. I'm so sick of this saying this fucking name. And I remember just us getting like, oh, we saw Williamsville North on the schedule. We'd be like Gronkowski, Gronkowski, because him and his brothers played. So it'd be like Gronkowski to Gronkowski, and you just fucking yeah. got sick of saying it. Fuck. And so then he gets drafted by the fucking Patriots, and you're like, Jesus Christ. And then he becomes like the best tight end of all time or whatever. And you're like, motherfucker. I'm not going. And then, yeah, so he's at the comedy store like, as a celebrity, I mean, celebrities come through there all the time and they get treated really nice and everything. And um, him and Edelman, I guess, were there together and they were up in the like green room bar. And I just said, no, thank you. I said that to Santino too. I go, unbelievable. Santino's like a Chicago. I, I kind of threw shade at him, but I trying to like make a point with it though. Like I'm such a Bills and Sabres fan. Like Santino, when I was in Vegas, was in Vegas at the same time. And had I known, I would have, gone with him to the game uh like or i would have just gone to the the game myself actually but he was doing the golden knights versus the chicago blackhawks he's a blackhawks fan he's from chicago and the golden knights are like do you want to be the golden knights like 
whatever they do, like a uh, siren guy or whatever. Dumb siren, yeah. We so fucking he, hate the Golden Knights he, here, so. Well, he so he takes his fucking Blackhawks jersey off, puts a oh, Golden Knights God. jersey on, no. and does the siren. And he's holding the. I go, dude, you'll never see me do that. If I do that, I'm gonna have an elaborate plan to be a saboteur, and I'd be like. I'd like rip the black, the golden Knights jersey off and have a Sabres jersey under it or something and be like, go Sabres, go Sabres, until they cut my mic off. <laughs> I, that's the only way you'd catch me doing that. I can't fake it. I can't pretend like, and if I miss out on stuff, I guess I do, but like, I can't, I'll do it for any baseball team. I have no, right. you know what I'm saying? Like any baseball team, I'll go do, I'm, I want to do like a whole like tour surrounding minor league teams where I go, can go throw out as many first pitches I can and document it and see if I get better at it <laughs> or something like that. But I would, I have no dog in that fight, like with my heart. So it's like, right. Uh, That's but, tough, yeah. man. Maybe we can just, maybe we need to fade you, man, when you're on the bills and we know it's a bad bet. We got to be like, Hey, sure. Josh, you should, I mean, out, Hey, uh, back in <laughs> 2000 and fucking 11 or whatever, you should have faded me for sure. I mean, I've <laughs> lost so many bills bets over the years that it, I'm finally like getting some of my money back. There was that sweet spot, like I said, too, where I thought, here yeah. we go. Let's go. Here's a good question for you. Would you rather win 65% of your bets guaranteed or come every time with a girl? 65%? Do, do I have the opportunity to win a higher percentage? Because I feel no, like you I... win exactly 65%. So you know, no, 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 I... okay, so that's. Yeah, so you know there's a 65% chance you're going to win. I'd rather come with every every girl then because then I could have a 100% chance of winning bets. (laughs) Why why limit Uh, it? Yeah, I don't want to, like, I don't like that. You can't go in, you can't go in thinking I'm going to win 65% of these. Hey, if you stick to the same unit, you'll make money. (laughs) No, that's terrible. That's no fun. That's like math. I don't want to do that. So you're just using parlays. Parlays basically right now. Those excite me because like I said, I'm, I can't get excited without a plus sign. So if I look at the board and there's really no upsets that I can like, if I'm not just like casting a long line, you know what I'm saying? Like I look at the upsets and I go like that. None of these, I don't think are going to happen. So then I get bored and I just started doing parlays and parlays are like, they make the day more fun because it's like, if I win, I'm going to win a bunch of money. And I can watch three baseball games. It's not over in one like shot, unless like I guess the first one loses. Sort of. That's why I like doing like day parts. You know what I mean? I look for the games that are happening simultaneously and do the parlays based off that. And then I go, well, if I miss that one, I've got the one in the afternoon. So if I put, you know, ten dollars on each parlay or twenty dollars on each parlay, if one hits, I make all that money back and then some. So if I have like a three way, if I have, that's the way I go into a day that I'm like, I have nothing to do. I'm going to watch baseball all day. I go, I'm going to do based off of time. And I do that with football too. I do a, you know, a win the windows. I do a parlay for each window. And sometimes it's the point total. Sometimes it's the, um, just the money line. Sometimes it's only over unders, uh, depends on what i like just look at and i feel <laughs> i don't i have no and i i mean i watch all the things i i try to read stuff you know i mean like sure i i know the people like i know the players that's why hockey's been hard to bet because i've been so out of it the last 
10 years other than the Sabres. I, uh, I used to like watch hockey and I just don't yeah, anymore. Yeah. Have you ever hedged your parlays? If you got like a three teamer and you get to the end and you're like, fuck, I can never. And my buddy, never. Matt, the square, I was telling you about my podcast partner. We just had that conversation on our podcast about like, he just did that the other day and he would have won his bet. It was like a, it was a, that's a pretty shitty feeling. It was a parlay. And well, he loves it. Oh, you gotta like, be I still okay got with, money. Yeah. Right, he's right. a math guy. He does the he'll, he he would have taken that sixty five percent. Right, you're sure. <laughs> you're just shooting from the hip. You're like, fuck it, let's go. And I love that. And but I'll tell you, he's you know he's good at gambling, and he won a whole bunch of money on the Kentucky Derby, and he knows so much about horse racing. It's gross. Like yeah, <laughs> it's I, fucking. I can't, I can't really get into horse racing. I'll, I'll try every now and then. It's just, <laughs> Me neither. It's just, I can't root for an animal. <laughs> root for an animal. You know what I mean? We're putting our fucking money on animals now. I mean, it's what it is. It's like I, I'd rather put bet on humans doing stuff than the animal. I mean, no one Do knows you, what the so animals. Like, no one's talked to the animal before the game and been like, "Are you psyched to win this or whatever?" Like, we don't even know. I don't even know half of them. What kind of look mood at a name? In? Yeah, he this guy knows trainers though. He knows jockeys. Yeah. And so I, I used we, to go bet on horses all the time uh when I was in college and we if you see a horse take a shit before the race like when they're showing him before oh, they yeah. go out then we always bet on that one cuz you're like all right he's relaxed. going to go faster. That's what that's the dumb thing I do. I go which one is the biggest dick? I look for that. I go Yeah. Which horse's dick's the biggest? And then I bet against him because he's going to have more drag. It's, he's weighed down. Slow down. He's less yeah. aerodynamic. But I, but they don't have dicks. I guess at the end of the day, uh, I just found out I was making yeah, well, a joke, it, but I don't think they have dicks. In? It's all girls. Oh, well, I think there's some. So Is I gotta look girls? for. I should have made a joke about looking for their flaps, and then you know the flappiest yeah. one. You don't. You bet against that one. Well, but during knows, the um, it, during the March Madness, we were betting on the Richmond Spiders, and we got to the point where we had to look up how spiders mate, and apparently they do have penises. Yeah, oh yeah, I know that. I'm good at work, Matt. I don't remember. We were actually in Vegas with Kelly. Kelly in Vegas at at uh, the sports book, and we we were betting. Dude, you know what's weird is like I'm seeing your face now. I feel like I saw you at a sports book because I was there that weekend. Hmm. I feel like I was I probably saw wearing you. this fucking hat too. That's why I saw the hat too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I saw you. What casino were you at? Unless you don't want to say. No, we don't. Uh, we were at the. Um, Fucking what was almost it, exclusively at the Westgate. Yeah. Yeah. The almost oh. whole time at the Westgate. Maybe we did go to that the Sahara for Saturday games. I don't remember what casinos I was at. Come to think of it, dumb, dumb question on my part. I thought maybe it would spark my memory, but I don't think it was those. But um yeah. <clears throat> no, I was in I was in uh, Vegas for it just for gigs. I had a gig a weekend of gigs with Annie Letterman. And then I had a weekend of gigs with Tom Segura and they coincided with the first two weekends of March madness. So I was like, Oh, that's so I perfect. still have tickets over here. I didn't cash in because I, for- I woke up so late hung over. I couldn't get down there in time. And I have uh, from the second weekend I got right. Uh, this is the one for you. Uh, are you sitting, are you sitting on like a donut right now? Yeah. Oh, uh, this fucked. one's for uh, the devil. I, I bet the devil's uh, over. Oh, wow. With Mr. Ice from Barstool, I think. 
I just wanted to place bets. I got a St. Peter's one in here. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, there you go. Dude, the St. Peacocks. The Peacock yeah. cock. <laughs> I put I put seventeen dollars on them and it was plus sixty or six hundred. I'm sorry. So oh, I, that's I'm, pretty good. That's why yeah, I put I just put like what was left on them in my balance. You know, like get down in the machine. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I just want to make it even or whatever. So you put seventeen dollars. Some random. Someone's like, why do you put the the amounts you put on stuff? And I go, so I just want to like make my balance even. I feel like you know, like I'll put cents if there's cents in my account. <laughs> Like, what did you bet on that? I bet $52 and 73 cents on it. Exactly. <laughs> That's great. Josh, I want to ask you about the Sabres. Did you, yeah, uh, so did you revel in the fact that Jack Eichel got traded to a supposedly good team and still fucking missed the playoffs? I loved it. And I tell you, I have a very, I mean, I came into this season, I was very sour on the Sabres for a long time. For good also, reason. like, also, something happens to a kid in Buffalo. You grow up loving the Sabres, and then eventually you become the same age as the players of the Sabres, and they start fucking girls that you know at bars and stuff like that. And you hate that regime, I think. <laughs> like, I, I used to love Der- uh, uh, Derek Roy. And then, like, oh, yeah. then, you know, you go to a bar and you're just like, how many girls do I have to, like, watch girls I like? like w- watch him hit on them like how many times and then he hated my guts too because i used to like make jokes about him too i tried to buy him a shot one time i was with reuben brown at a bar name dropping now but i went to the and and derrick roy turned my shot down and reuben brown's like no he's cool he's with me the shot's like not poison or like you know roofied or something like that he's cool and he's still he's like fuck that guy and Ruben Brown's like, oh, what'd you do to him? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I must have made fun of him or something. And um, <laughs> so I just made fun of him harder. And I made it like part of my like shtick for years. It was like what people That's knew me for. It was crazy. Um, so like I was soured on the Sabres for like probably the last like seven years or something like that. Eight years. And uh, the 2010s, you know. So Jack Eichel came in and I was like, all right, maybe, you know, and that's, I kind of started paying attention again. And there was never anyone else on the team that I really like gave a shit about, you know, fucking um, O'Reilly left. And I was like, fuck this guy. who's like shitting on the Sabres. I was like, fuck this guy. But it turns out the organization was being run. What we look back now and it's like, oh, it was being run wildly poor. And thankfully I, I just like the new energy with the new GM. He's like a hometown guy. He used to like come to my elementary school and talk when he was like the coach of the Amherst or whatever. And uh, cause he had like a daughter or something that went and like uh, the coach Don Granado. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is, but that means he's going to try hard. And then turns out he's like all in and he's like a great hockey coach. So coming into this season, you know, we had fucking, I hated Evander Kane. Jack Eichel sucked. They all were like sour. Everyone came in and was like a sourpuss. Everyone was like, Ugh, we hate it here. Ugh, mopey. I'm like, well, fuck this team. And so we got rid of all those sour, like Ristolainen and fucking, uh, I liked Reinhardt. I wish he would have stayed. But uh, aside from him, like the rest, they were all like, mopey, like we're never good. And it was like, they're going to poison Darlene's brain. I thought, so I'm glad we shipped all them out especially Eichel. Like he was such a fucking, I feel like what happened to him, him and Evander Kane started hanging out. He started getting them into this. Oh, he started to become, 
like he was like a little kid when he came basically maybe he liked a little beer here and there but i think evander kane that's my al- completely unfounded theory allegation you know and so <laughs> that's why i was like have fun in vegas bro um because now he's going to be it's like the zach wilson theory like surround him with his demons uh but yeah we shipped them all off and then now we have this new life and i love tuck he's from syracuse it's like we couldn't have made a more perfect trade we get a young guy in krebs who's like electric and like gonna just get better and then alex tuck who's like a leader from the area wants to wanted to play there more than anything grew up like as a fan of the team so it's like where he wanted to play like as a little kid and so of course he's like by his family now and shit he's gonna play his guts out and now Darlene's coming on and i watched this season specifically going in because it was rick jenneret's like final season as a broadcaster and i grew i mean he's been a broadcaster for 51 years so my entire life and i grew up like playing video games just doing him like impersonating him. it's like how i like learned how to talk on a microphone i feel like was watching him every day and he has so many iconic moments and i was like i have to watch i have to watch his last games you know what i mean like and there was all the tributes and everything like that and that was like a real moment for the team was winning the night of his like tribute night that was a crazy game the stadium was sold out for the first time and who knows how long when i went home back in fucking thanksgiving time no i went to go i went to two games and i and i remember being like this is so fun because there's like no lines for anything you can just go to the bathroom all chill you could sit wherever you want you're meeting up with your friends it was like going to a fucking rink to watch like bar league a hockey or something it was crazy how few people were there but you know the team hearing a sold out arena and what that could sound like when they're good is like it jump started them and then they started, yeah they won it all spring. Unbelievable. It was crazy. yeah there's there's nothing i mean that's one of the few sports where that shit comes through on tv more than any oh my god see the crowd you can see them fucking waving their 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 shit around like it's it's absolutely electric. We're trying to get more people into hockey. Like I forget that- what game I just watched. One of the play Edmonton game, probably uh, versus the Kings. One of the games a couple of days ago, they had the female play by play guy, which she's fantastic. But they, oh yeah, I feel like their mix on. I ESPN, heard her on that. Yeah, their mix though is like the crowd is so loud, like they get buried. And I kind of like when the play by play person is like fading in and out of the crowd, but not that much. It was like I couldn't hear her. And the crowd was, yeah. I could hear guys saying like, fuck and shit like that. Like before I could <laughs> hear her, it was crazy. They're mixed. Maybe it was just my TV or something, but a, like, I just remember going like, this is so, the crowd is so loud, but, yeah. but also like it, the man. volume of the crowd is like piping through so loud. Like they've got the crowd mics like hot, but that was, love it. it. it is electric though. Playoff hockey is, it's the best. And I miss it in far. Buffalo. I mean. My dad took me when I was a little kid to, it was the year 98 when we, um, the year before the cup, I guess we went to the, yeah, it was one of the hash. It was part of the, I was obsessed from like 96 till about 06. That was my window of like obsession. And um, that was the prime of it. You know, 96 was, and then 90, this is 98. We went to the, the conference finals against the Capitals. And I got to go watch the second round where we swept the Leafs. I got to go to both games. And it was like the most electric sports experience of my life to this day. 
And I went to an, I went, I saw Chris Taylor hit the uh, walk-off home run in the NL wild card last year. I mean, that uh, just won't, Chris that just won't hit his <laughs> I mean, it's like a moment in sports, but like, yeah, the, no, I that, get you. like the Sabres playoffs is like, it was a, it was crazy. I mean, maybe if I go to a bills Super Bowl, obviously that would trump it. Anything bills. I haven't gone to a playoff game. So maybe that would, like if I went to the AFC championship that took us to the Super Bowl, maybe that would beat it. Yeah, that'd be fun. If I was at that Patriots game, I was having FOMO not going to that Patriots game. I'll tell you. Oh, the one at the yeah, that was that was sick. Yeah. But I'm I Jack Eichel can go. I mean, when he came back and gave us that was another spark of the season. Not only Rick Jenneret's retirement, but that's where I was going with that. Jack Eichel fucking spark the team into another dimension too when he came back and was just like everyone went to this to the arena to root against him it was like a so one of the highest sold games yeah and he got booed to the heavens and then we were talking about this because my buddy matt bergman who i do the podcast with on patreon he is also from buffalo so we talk sabers almost too much people hate it they're like no one cares about the fucking sabers um but uh, <laughs> uh we were talking about how jack eichel uh they put a tribute video of him up and he did a lot of charity stuff while he was in town with little kids at the children's hospital or whatever, or make a wish mm-hmm. or something. So the, the way that the tribute video went, cause they knew he was going to get booed to hell. I mean, he got booed every time he touched the puck and uh, they start the tribute video. Everyone's like, boo, they throw a sick kid up there and the people have to go, ah, you know, like they have to stop with, <laughs> And then they'd show Jack Eichel and everyone would start, they go, boo. And then they throw another sick kid in there and they'd be like, he helped all this one too. And then they're all like, fuck. So it kind of kept the booze at bay during the tribute video, but uh, it definitely, obviously it rattled the man. I mean, he is, he was clear. He addressed it pretty um, heartily. So yeah, he it, was all pissy after the game. He, oh yeah. He, he loves well, being, what you think of that? So uh, first time they filled the building in three years huh and so who, uh, yeah. who are you guys a fan of i should have asked because you hate the knights and you hate chris sharks. sharks yeah we both grew up in northern california so i've been sharks yeah, are my west coast team for sure i would say good team i mean yeah, i'd say like, another team but if i were to if right, i were to yeah. that's a fun jersey too as a little kid oh yeah and growing Who's up they were, in the, they were in the playoffs so often for me that you like you, you take it for granted and now it's yeah. been three years, three years where they're out, and I'm just watching other teams on TV. I mean, the Damn, Sabres went into sucks. their own Bills drought. It's been a decade yeah. since the play. Yeah. Like 2007, right. it's crazy. I mean, it's like a part of my – it was like when my fun years, I feel like sh- I realized I should start taking – that's when I started doing comedy. I mean, it's crazy. I look back on it like almost like college, you know, because it was. It was like – from when I was a little kid to college and then it just stopped. And now I'm a, almost middle-aged and they haven't been back. Um, whereas the bills, I was 13 and then I was 33 when they made the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. But that's, I mean, electric city when they do make it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm like, I can't believe we got here. I feel like I'm in Jumanji or something. And I just came out of a, out of the game you know what i mean it was crazy, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah you gotta lo- love josh allen cherish him nurture him of course and, scott uh, and sean oh. mcdermott and uh yeah. and brendan bean i mean all of them i love all Hell of them yeah. to death and uh thankful every day and now i feel like in the sabers are on their way but you were you're talking like owen nolan times and shit like that right who was yeah. that? 
and oh, getting yeah. the Bach off. Is that like uh Twist? Was he on the team? No, I think um, the Twist was before. Yeah, God, he was a tough fucker too. He was uh, on the Sharks though. Yeah. Very Twist. Yeah, yeah. Before, yeah, really before I started. I kind of, my family moved up there in the late '90s, so I kind of started '98 and then going forward. And they're good all through the 2000s, all through the 2010s, and then and then the Vegas Golden Knights show up and start beating us in the playoffs. And I'm like, okay, fuck those guys. That's wild. I mean, they came out of nowhere. And like, I, I yeah. really don't have a the, the Western Conference. I look at that like the NFC. Like, I don't have a real dog in the fight. It's just like when we like, there's no people who think they're rivals when they're in the opposite ends of the divisions like that. I'm like, you're a child. I mean, like people who would rather the Patriots win the Super Bowl over the Giants yeah, because that. That is so, that's so cool. they say, Oh, it's yeah, because it's AFC. It's like, we're not on the, the AFC is a war. It's not like we're right. rooting for, we're not allies. I don't wrote the pro bowl could go suck my dick. I don't care about the sides yeah. like that. So I never understood that. So I always looked at the opposite division, like a clash of the Titans and the sharks though, were always like growing up a fun. Cause they were like yeah. cool colors or whatever. They'd be like fun clothes. <laughs> so cool. Jersey yeah, cool logo. It's a fucking color. Shark fighting a stick. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. such a great, uh, always a great Even the, in, the intro fucking skating onto the ice through the shark head was bad. Yeah, I'd like to go to a shark game. I'm close enough now. Dude, like, it's fun, man. San Jose is awesome. Yeah. yeah the, I was supposed the, to go the, with Annie to the, um, to San Jose, but then I had to have my surgery. She ended up having something happen too. So she had to cancel the weekend and the club called me and they're like, are you in San Jose? And I'm like, I wish. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, cause we, you would have headlined. I was like, fuck. So yeah, I, I listened to your pod when you said, I was like, that sucks. Dude, San Jose is amazing too. I love that's That's honestly my favorite place to go out and drink is downtown San Jose. It's incredible. I'd like to visit and I hope to do the club there soon. So yeah, once, once they're good again, that that's a phenomenal place to watch a game. That place is so fun. Who was the goalie back in the late nineties? Was that Stefan Fissette? So they had like Steve Shields. Oh, and, Steve well, Shields, actually, my boy, Buffalo Sabres. Steve dude. Shields, yeah. They, they had Mike Vernon before then. Uh, he, so you're talking was, like 2000s because yeah. Steve Shields was the goalie Steve of the Shields Sabres until like 99, 2000, I would say. Yeah, he went to the Sharks for a few years and then they got rid of him and then they had Evgeny Nabokov for, for most of their good run. Yeah. And then they never won it. So, fuck. Yeah, I was talking more like, I guess, like mid-90s people in my brain. Um, yeah, that sucks. But, yeah, three years, they'll come back. I feel yeah. like it's exciting. Marlowe just retired, though, yeah. Yeah, yep. that was sad. Officially, yeah. yeah. He was that like sucks. a – when he left the Sharks, he was he was uh, a shark for longer than he wasn't at that point in his life. Yeah. yeah. He was a shark. Yeah, that's crazy. For, yeah, like 18 years and fucking he was 34 years old. Will they retire his jersey? How many Sharks oh, yeah. jerseys are retired? For sure. 100%. None. None. Him and – he'll – They'll probably do him and Thornton together. And I Joe Thornton, how long did he play there? Oh my gosh, he got traded there. Twelve years. Oh, yeah, he got traded. He there was. That's like where he went right after uh, Boston, right? Yes, yeah, he got traded from Boston to San Jose. I have a signed puck of his right there. Yeah, I want to actually because he and yeah, he stayed there until there. like because I feel oh, like God. he's one of the like a Yager where he's been going to different teams just for one year deals recently. Like recently, yeah, but he was got he was Sharks for probably 15, 16 years. Oh yeah, that's crazy. I remember seeing him like with gray hair yeah. and shit going up. Over yeah. Tyler yeah. Burns too. 
Oh yeah, yeah. he was the guy with the no teeth or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got no teeth, mangled red hair. Yeah, he was crazy. Very, I remember him. He's all fucked up, but yeah, he he'll he'll get retired too. His number is eighty. Eighty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, good shit, Josh. This was a ton of fun. We will have to uh, definitely touch base again. Maybe during football season, we'll check on that Bill Super Bowl ticket. Take Hell yeah, dude. See how that's looking. <laughs> yeah. I'll so, buy, uh, I mean, I'll I'll throw down 20 grand. It'll be, I wonder if it'll be more expensive or less expensive than LA and Vegas, but we'll see. Tell everybody, our listeners, where they can find your shit. Uh, well, you can watch my regular podcast for free and it's just up on YouTube every Tuesday. Uh, it's called the Josh Potter Show. And uh, also, if you want, if you like that or whatever, and you want to pay for a Patreon, I give out baseball picks on it too. And football, I'll give out football once it starts up again. Um, it's just patreon.com slash the Josh Potter show. Yeah. And when you're, you're playing in San Diego soon, maybe we got to get the boys together, go down to San Diego and, and yeah, July, uh, I'll be there. I'm going to try and hit up a Padres game for That'd sure. Be a great road trip. Yeah. 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 For sure. We'll that for sure. All right, so we get out of here with this. We we talked about betting poop earlier. So I guess, Joe, you're we're going to you by default. Just remind all the listeners what happens sometimes when you bet on poop. Sometimes the Reds win. <laughs> there we go. Go Reds. It's 5-2 right now, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. This is Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fade You. Fade the fuck out of you.